0: Oh, good! It's Radio Free Toadbag, I'm Donovan. Uh, I'm Arthur. Was that a good intro or what?
1: Yeah, I'm into it.
0: Thank you. We spent much time in the Donovan lab with my research assistant, Picky, developing that bit. Uh, multiple lives were lost, but it was worth it, listener, because you got to hear me say those fantastic words. Hold on. Uh, hold on. Uh-oh. Hold on. uh-oh. You I not gotta mute take, your phone? We're on a we're no, on a this. show. I gotta take
1: this. Yeah. No. Okay, fire him. <laughs> get rid of him. Yeah, get rid of him. I don't want to see him again. Okay, hire her, and then fire the other guy. <laughs> no, hire him back. Okay, fire him again. Thank you. All right, I'll talk to you. Talk to you tomorrow. See you in the morning. Okay, you, sorry, sorry, I had to take that, I had to take that.
0: You have a little class <laughs> trader business over there?
1: <laughs> yeah, I had, to, I had to take care of, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm management now, so.
0: I know how it is, I know how it is. Sometimes you gotta set a lot of fires to, to keep the wheels of business turning. It's powered yeah. by fire for some reason. <laughs> Folks! This week, uh, we are welcoming from the Quarter Spady podcast, another guest from across the pond. Uh, it's Kieran. Oh, I just whiffed it. Kieran. Yes?
2: Yes. Yes. You did it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Told from Corner Spady with us to talk about relationships. What's popping?
2: Oh, not much. I'm here as the uh, resident expert on relationships. Uh, I've been in Countum 2. Which is one more than I thought I ever would yeah. be in. Um, but let's 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 fucking go. Let's let's talk about feelings. I'm fighting everything that was ingrained in me as a, as a
0: young Irish boy. That's us talk about feelings. <laughs> oh god. We're all about we're all about the feelings here, uh, including the feeling of watching me mispronounce your name after practicing before we started mm-hmm. recording, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. even said I've got it this time. It was uh, really a thing of beauty, my friend. That was incredible. I'm a whiff expert.
2: I, I have I have one of the relatively straightforward pronounceable Irish names. Um, it, it's very important that you understand that, like most of the actually difficult to pronounce Irish names, did not survive the transatlantic journey. Um, the best you've got is Sean without the H. In it, being like, okay, yeah, there's no H in here, but that's kind of like, you know, the word sugar. That's fine. We can do that. Um, You don't have any of the, like, cuivas, which is spelled with a C and M and a H, Um, or Siobhan, or Siercia. That's how you
0: pronounce
1: that one.
2: Yeah.
1: Is that the the S-I-O-B-A-N? B-H-A-N,
2: yeah, Siobhan. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's wild. Our language is older than your dumb Italian letters, that's basically the <laughs> explanation. <laughs> I
0: got yeah. uh, I, I got the three syllables, but it's pretty straightforward. A Donovan.
2: Oh, yeah, you would have been spelled with a BH back home.
0: Fuck. Look what was... T- <laughs> this is what they took from me. <laughs> this right is what they took from
2: you. You went is to all my... <laughs>
0: <laughs> my fucking ancestors wanted McDonald's so much that they gave up my cool name letters, and I'm eternally <laughs> pissed about that.
2: But we, have, we have back in Ireland, we have Supermax, which is a... Um, oh, there's a fine Irish business of going to America once, coming back, and then just copying a business you saw in America, because they didn't bother to take the patent out in Ireland. Because they're like Ireland is a fucking nothing economy. Take it out of London, Paris, and Berlin, we'll be fine. And they're just like, no, it's called Supermax. Uh, that's called a Supermax burger. Um, <laughs> but also, Supermax is open. Like, oh, there was one back home that was open twenty four hours, and they served they served chocolate muffins that were like served hot with a dollop of vanilla ice cream in the middle. That was so oh, good.
0: Yeah.
2: That was so good if you were drunk. So fucking good. <laughs> Um, yeah, that I was want to give me the, some
0: Super Mac
2: yeah you want to get your Super Mac yeah the, the EU ruled that the uh, McDonald's patent can't stop it because the guy who founded it had Mac in his name so they're like yeah, this <laughs> seems kind of mean that you can't like, let him call his business Super Macs, and he's like yes we're expanding to Europe they have drone delivery now it's all very insane what? <laughs> wow <Whoa>. yeah
1: <laughs> When you said Supermax, I was like, we have Supermax here. It's like, yes.
2: a prison it's like the, most, uh, the most difficult to escape prison is called a Supermax.
0: Our culture is so beautiful.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of like that if you go to a Supermax here in, in Ireland at like 2 a.m. Because that's when they bring out the Supermax bouncer, who's not there during the daytime. Uh, and he's there to uh, throw you oh, out your ass that's. if you don't want to pay or are super drunk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm loving learning about other cultures this this makes me very very happy uh for the folks who don't know though would you uh do you want to do a little introduction of of who you are and what the show is
2: oh sure yeah uh well this is called radio free tote as far as i understand it is a uh advice podcast on uh relationships <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my show, okay.
0: Uh,
2: comedy. It's been two years since I've done comedy. All right. Uh, yeah, my name is Kieran, and I do a podcast called Corner Spady. Uh, it, it's like, uh, it's how you learn about the world is burning, but from this side of the Atlantic, from Europe, um, you guys over there, you're dealing with the, you know, the, 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 the new Coke of Nazis. We're dealing with, like, Coke classic Nazis, uh, so that's always fun. Um. God, what else is there? Someone slapped Macron today, and everyone was like, "Yes!" And, yeah, and everyone was like, "Oh, it turns out he's a royalist," and they're like, "Oh no, oh. <laughs> French oh. royalists are insane."
0: <laughs> um, full on roller coaster with that. Yeah, that's right? unfortunate. Um, what, what is a corner spady? Because I looked it up, and I got the sense that it's kind of like. A bodega, maybe. I don't, I've never lived in New York, so I might be wrong at exactly what that is. But like a convenience store, and there's a deli or
2: something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we we had this problem. We named our podcast because not only is Späti a very German word. It's a very Berlin word. I once wa- I once watched. Uh, once watched my uh, uh, co-host Julia, the, Ger- the native German co-host on a german language podcast explaining to so other germans what a spadey was i was like oh we've made a terrible mistake <laughs> um, <laughs> which is our which is why our website is operationglad.io because that's just easier to explain to people um yeah a, a Späti is short for spadekauf which is literally late purchase it is a form of shop in berlin that is illegal because they open on sundays uh, even though they're not meant to
0: but they just keep on keeping on they do it anyways
2: yeah yeah it's it, at this point it's basically impossible to enforce to like if a cop were to go around and try and close them all down and they're just like nah not to mention we also have like two tiers of cops here this is like technically the the realm of the Ordnungsamt, which is like the order office uh, and they're oh, legally boy. not allowed to touch you so what are they gonna fucking do <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they're also in charge of like making well, sure so your dog's a lead and whenever they catch you you just like no sorry don't don't speak german and you just run away with your dog or on your bike <laughs> it's great
0: i don't know whose dog that is it's just been following me around yeah this dog. Uh, probably, probably leave him alone <laughs> well it's so what great. brought you to germany then uh from from ireland <laughs>
1: Yeah, how oh. does how does an Irish national end up uh, hosting a German language podcast? This is quite the journey, I'm sure. Well, for people listening, to oh, home, it
0: language.
2: Is, yeah, it is. Oh, no, English Yeah. It it's English. Language. I'm dumber than yeah. shit.
1: I fucking I fucking <laughs> listen to it too.
2: I'm a dumb dumb person. You're listening to it, and be like, damn, my German's really good. I'm just in all of this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's that- got a umlaut in the name. It's like, oh shit! Uh, all it's right, basically then. in German
2: yeah that's basically it um god, what else? no uh 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 god where where do where do I start um, do you know how in like the eighteen hundreds a bunch of Irish people came to the Americas um that basically never ended we just we just go to different places now um <laughs> and now the e u exists it's a little easier to be here now I mean like oh, god Jesus, I don't know um You know how New York and San Francisco are like renting nightmares? Mm. Me and my wife considered moving to New York because of how affordable it was. Uh, Ireland is a fucking hole (laughs) in terms of renting prices. It's uh, real bad. Um, I think... Okay, so when I left... So they accept, okay, I have, you know, the, these email alerts set up for like, please show me if an apartment in my price range comes up on, you know, the websites. And right. what, what I consider an acceptable price for like a one bedroom uh, back in the day, back when I was in Ireland six years ago, is now the price you would pay to share with like six Brazilians um, an hour outside of the city center that's uh, yes. the kind of yeah it's great uh, so uh it's not good there's not a lot of jobs either and um berlin like i pay i don't know i pay like 600 euro for my 90 square meter apartment with two balconies and uh the Can't rent deal. will go up the rent will go up by like one percent and that will cause like riots in the streets in this city um so it's pretty nice like they complain about the rising rents, but I'm just like, you guys ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah. Uh, do
1: you ever wonder yeah. what the end game for the the rental industry is? It's like, do you want to just price everybody out of the market and rent to like the five graphic designers on earth that make enough money from their Coca Cola jobs to fucking rent these places?
2: Ah, uh, yes, the yes. five the five crafters at the council. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think Michael Bay Rouge is on it. The guy who like. And, your, and his wife, who did the, like, Windows 10 logo. Yeah, the council. Um, <laughs> God, let's see. No, there is no end goal. These are the most short-term thinking motherfuckers on the planet. Um, mm. Like, they, they spend a lot of lobbying power overturning um, a new law in Berlin called the Depot which is rent cap. And that, like, set your rent, your maximum rent, at, like, a certain price per square meter, depending on when the building was built. And they overturned that, claiming it was unconstitutional. The courts went in their favor, blah blah blah. And uh, now the big campaign is to just seize all the apartments. <laughs> so uh that's oh, going quite God. well, actually. Uh, if you're listening in Berlin, go sign up for Deutsche von Koentagnun and let's fucking take all these apartments, let's go. <laughs> um, Fire so let's fucking go. Um yeah, the the other the Germany is in a very, very weird place because it is normal in Germany, even if you were like really, really rich, I have some people who are like all payers here and they work for really rich families, to rent for life. Because renter protections are so good, people just don't understand the benefit of buying a house. They're just like, Oh, I'd have to start paying my own like I'd have to start paying for my own upkeep and stuff like that. So there's like, uh, why would I fucking bother? Unless you, like, murder someone, it's very hard to be kicked out of your apartment.
0: Hmm. Yeah, so that's why I moved here. I'm going to Birdland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, yeah let's, let's
1: relocate the fucking podcast, Donovan. Let's
0: fucking go. I have it's a, a, a friend who's here. living over there now, actually, and she has been showing me pictures of her apartment and telling me how much it costs, and it's fucking... <laughs> Jesus, man. I'm in Chicago, where it's pretty reasonable, considering before mm. I was in Portland... Which isn't the worst, but it's not great. Before that, I was in Nashville, where rent has average rent has risen something like a hundred percent, maybe more, over the past ten years. Yeah. And it's the short-term situation you're talking about, where it's become just fucking Southern Disneyland. Yeah. Most places are Airbnbs. You know, uh, outside investors are just demolishing places that have been there forever and putting up the big, uh, the box buildings you see fucking everywhere and charging at the ass for it. And it sucks. Like, so many people I know have full-on just left Nashville beside, but because of that, because you're paying, like, what you would in fucking Brooklyn uh, to live somewhat near downtown, and it fucking sucks.
2: Yeah. Shit. No, it's, it's, it's pretty yeah. good. Uh, and I don't know. I, I really love the city because it kind of has it all. And I think Berlin is the uh, one of only two capitals in Europe that isn't the most expensive city in the country. Like, there are, if you want to be, if you want to be, like, a fancy German boy, you can go to, like, Munich, um, and, like, hang out in the Alps with, like, weird conservatives. But, like, (laughs) um, I think it's, like, us in Italy. I think Milan is more expensive than Rome. But, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's so good here, man. And there's forests. And, like, the Germans also just, like, don't do suburbs as well. So, like, I had to go, like, I had to go to the outskirts of the city to like get my uh, first vaccination, and it is just like forest immediately, and it's just like oh okay, this is weird. Um, Enough
1: of the hard sell. I'm looking it up. How do I <laughs>
0: radio free tote bag? But there's an umlaut over the a. That's what we're thinking here. Tote and as bombs. we've established, everybody will be like, "Oh, it's German language," and then the Germans will love our show. It'll be yes. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, they-
2: they're, uh, they're they're they they're slowly coming to the terms of like the idea of there being like a dirtbag left podcast within their mists. Like the, these people, they're not ready for this. Yet. they do, Germans don't know how to post. It's very funny. Uh, um, yeah, so it's been well, great.
0: Well, thank you for your service over there uh, and that underserved uh, part of the world. Uh, everybody deserves to. Learn how to post well. That's what we say here. <laughs> well, we got to ask you our, our traditional uh, guest question here, too, which is to ask you about an embarrassing dating or relationship story. Uh, do you have anything mm. like that? Oh, I'm trying to
2: think now. Uh, uh, um, I don't feel love embarrassment is, is a big problem with this. <laughs> um, I guess there's, like, two things that come to mind. Um, recently, the movie, I think the, like, 2002 movie Equilibrium has made it back into, like, the public consciousness. Um, yeah, the movie, just
1: did an episode on
2: it. Yeah, that's, that's probably what did it. <laughs> and I, 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 that gave me a sudden psychic damage of remembering, like, me showing my teenage girlfriend and like sitting down to watch, it, watch a movie being like oh, I, I really like The Matrix and I've heard this is a movie you'll like if you like The Matrix so let's sit down and watch this on my laptop because it's it's 2006 and this is well and truly out of the cinemas um so yeah and you know she broke up with me three years later and I think that's why uh, to be perfectly <laughs> honest um but like actually embarrassing <laughs> <feel> stories
1: <laughs> Really, let, let that brew for a minute.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that what really sealed is after we watched the movie. I was like, "That was pretty good." I said to
0: myself, <laughs> oh, "That's what did that's it." So like, as as a man who's allergic to movies and hasn't seen any movies, what is this movie? Oh. Okay. Oh, in, what, a world, isn't
2: it? in a world where feelings are illegal. <laughs>
0: yeah, okay.
2: You're, you're Christian Bale, a sort of monk-like figure who has practiced a martial art that involves karate with guns. Gun kata um, is called. It's called gun kata. <laughs> uh, I've heard that word,
0: word. okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's, it's had like a profound cultural effect. It's a, it was the Friends <laughs> yes. of uh, the same era when Friends was on. Um, yeah. <laughs> Profound cultural effect Gun Carter had in the world. God, that's literally the movie. I don't know. He, he, he fights some people with guns, yeah. and he figures that emotions are good. Yeah. Giggs
1: tries, tries to take him down. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I like uh,
0: guns and emotions. Sounds good. <laughs>
2: But uh, figuring out slowly over the period of, uh, uh, um, you know, f- weird fights and uh, uh, trials and tribulations that emotions are in fact good. Going back to like my life in Ireland. Um, let's see. There, okay, so I had like one proper kind of like date in between like the two actual long-term relationships I had in my life. And it's just one of those things where... She was very attractive, but we had nothing in common. One of those mm. kind of dates of just oh, like, yeah. I've just come out of a long-term relationship. I don't really know what I want. Y- you've paid attention to me for some time. Um, let's let's give this a go. Very sweet. She got me like chocolate orange. I'm not sure you guys have chocolate orange so much in in the States, but like. She got me a chocolate orange treat as, like, a gift at the beginning of the date. And I was like, oh, I don't like chocolate orange. I'm sorry. And <laughs> uh, then we were in a pub where – I forgot the name of the celebrity, but some celebrity comes up on television. and I'm just like, oh, I hate her. And she's like, I've modeled my whole existence after her. And I was like, well, fuck. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> now that I'm looking at the two of you like, side by side, you kind of do have similar makeup kind of <laughs> going on there. Um, <laughs> uh, shit. I then got very drunk, and then we had an argument about nothing, and now we're friends. So, um, oh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> as, as far as they go, that's pretty, that's pretty good. It worked out pretty well, maybe because we were in the same college course, so I'm kind of like, i seeing you again, hey, I can't avoid you, can't bury these difficult feelings.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. I believe I mentioned to Donovan the concept that um, we don't really have dates as you understand them o- over there. Yeah, yeah. How and how does that work? <laughs> so, like, okay. So we've okay, we've learned about your ways from watching like Fraser and stuff. So we understand how it works over there. The documentary Frasier. Yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> um, can say it, it's valuable. Yeah. Right. And. I love how everyone criticizes friends for being very white and then frasier's just like right there anyway
0: oh uh, yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> but um this is like the first tv show i could remember that had the whole like it's the third date you know what that means but it's still like a tv show for the whole family so they can't say what it yeah. actually means and i'm there sitting there as a six-year-old like it means something Something is happening. I don't know someone what's is happening.
0: Somebody's getting a chocolate orange. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, the laugh track is here to help me know when a joke happened because uh, I'm six. Um, so let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, okay. So one of the things that we do in Ireland that I did on this date with this woman, which is when there's someone you kind of like fancy or whatever, uh, what you do is you invite them to a pub with all of your friends and she's going to be there with all of her Mm. friends. So you can talk Ah. to each other, but if it turns out this is shit. And I mean, you realize this is shit very quickly, which we didn't, uh, uh, not quickly enough. Um, you just go back into your friend group. And I also know like several people who got together from being the friends who were invited on one of these things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's also worth pointing to get I'm that, like... i extremely into this
1: concept. Roll...
2: <laughs> it is a good concept. Like, roll deep to the date. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Uh, but you have to, like... You have to bring along a certain particular type of friends who, like, you think she'll like as, like, you know, respectable people. Right. Who won aren't going to be the kind of like mad lad that's just like, ah, oh, you like Kieran, I heard he's shit in bed. Oh, let me show you a picture of him just like pass out drunk in fucking grey stones. And I'm like, don't 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 show that picture. She can scroll through my Facebook and find it eventually. Um Yeah, so it, it's it's a de- it's a delicate balance. The other thing is just like I feel like in Ireland dates are a thing that happens when you're already in a relationship. Um mm. like you go like date night or whatever or you like do something nice for an anniversary whereas you probably met by like getting drunk and making out at a party and that's like the the foundation of the relationship. Which is how I met her. Um she lives in Australia now because we all leave. We all leave Ireland. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that idea, though, of having the groups, and you got to assemble your team of like who you Mm -hmm. think they're going to get along with. Mm -hmm. It's an interesting element. And then it's like a whole event for your friends and your family. You got your two teams on each side. Maybe they're placing bets. Maybe they're holding up signs supporting you. I'm feeling this. I can get behind this here in the old USA.
1: Just like most things, it seems that Europe has kind of figured it out. And the United States is still doing dumb shit. With some exceptions.
0: Yes, this thank is the God. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sharing uh, your your embarrassing stories here. Uh, no how do we feel about answering some embarrassing questions? For, I guess they're not embarrassing. How do we feel about answering some questions from listeners? I'm very into it. Hell yeah, cause it's time for the question box.
2: Asking all them questions, asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements, who? Asking all them questions, asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements, assuming. Woo!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're dropping those drops, baby. Yeah, everybody gets to listen to the song because it's the question box, folks. The segment of the show where you, the listener, can send in your questions to us, uh, and we'll answer them. And if you're listening and you think to yourself, "Hey, I'd like to do that," but where is the question box? You can find it at our website rftb.me or on our social media at rftbpod on Twitter or at Radio Free Talk Bag on Instagram. You don't have to make an account; it's anonymous. Send them right in. Uh and sometimes we get hot and spicy questions like this one. I'm just here to say that I have a massive crush on Donovan. Oh, wow. Dang. All right. More and more people are saying this.
2: That was uh that was actually meant for the last episode I set that in. Uh, I don't think you're gonna read it just now.
0: <laughs> 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 this is embarrassing. I was uh, going to well, be here. We'd love to see it. Uh Thank you for joining uh, my fan club, I guess I I have just now (laughs) created. Uh, And if you send me a compliment in the question box, I will send you a handmade glue-on mustache created (laughs) from my own natural mustache hairs because I have to shave Mm -hmm. so goddamn often because my face here grows so fast. So shouts out to you and keep an eye on your mailbox for a fuzzy little lip friend. (laughs)
2: Thanks for submitting to the anonymous box. We do have your address. (laughs) I forgot to mention that part. You don't have to make an
0: account because we already have all your information. It's great. It's it's anonymous
2: that you don't, because you don't have to enter the name, but you do have to enter a postal address valid in the continental United States.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for the nice compliment uh, and and a shout out to you, a toast to you with my big giant water bottle what else we got in here
1: this one's for me uh i'm just here to say that i have a massive crush on arthur oh,
0: no, <laughs> oh nobody said that wow.
2: nobody said oh wait we're, i'm just getting a in fresh here it says we've got a massive crush here on what, what's happening here this is so crazy <laughs> guys? no of course oh. of course nobody said
1: that uh, I am not the sex symbol. I'm more the I'm the thinker. I'm the thinking man's uh radio free tote bang host. Uh and I'm the hambo. What, <laughs> what I get is Hey Arthur, bang Mary, kill Daphne, Niles, Martin, go. Ooh. <laughs> now you mentioned Frasier earlier. These are, of course, characters from the beloved sitcom Frasier. Yes. Let's see. I think I want to marry niles because even though he's neurotic and we would have difficulties there i think that he is at his core a lover and i think he's going to do everything he can to keep me in a good place uh in the relationship i think he's going to support me in that way uh i have to fuck daphne obviously uh because uh she's incredibly cute and uh yeah she's just she's an absolute smoke show so i'm into it and I'm gonna kill Martin because he's a cop and a cab means fucking Martin Crane too.
2: Yes. Hmm. Mm. That is a good question. Good I answers, even though I
0: haven't seen this show.
1: Yeah, ex cop. A cab uh, em I'm Martin.
0: Over, I'm over here doing my due diligence on account of I've never seen this program. Uh, but I looked up Daphne from Fraser, and I can't confirm that she's a smoking hot, foxy lady. That's true. Uh,
1: what is what's next? What's the next question in the question box?
0: All right, big one. Here we go. Hello, RFTB, and a hi to you. Heard about your podcast from the Balling Out Super Podcast, and got hooked on listening to the backlog. I like what you do, and I think your positivity is needed more of in this world. Hey, thanks. Thank you. My question, how do I become an interesting enough person to be attractive to the opposite sex? Mm. More info. I am 23. I'm am not really a social person, often dealing with anxiety and depression, although I've been doing better with it after seeing a therapist and getting medication, which has led me to have very few friendships and hobbies. I feel like on the rare occasions... 20 matches over three years, that I do match with a girl on a dating site, I don't have anything to say, and the conversation goes dead after one or two messages back and forth. I've never been in a relationship, so I'm unsure of what I need to change, Uh, meeting people IRL maybe. I want to be in a relationship, but I don't really have any opportunities to meet people. Uh, I don't go to bars. I don't drink. Uh, The few friends I did make in college have all moved away, and I'm currently living with my parents with very few social activities in the area. I know this has been a little bit rambly, but I would appreciate any advice y'all have. What advice do we have?
1: Hmm. Uh, I would just like to say first that absolutely in person is going to be a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, perhaps you are like me and uh we've I've I've spoken often about sexual marketability on these uh dating apps and how it's very much a billboard sort of situation if you're not if you're not a fucking billboard model you're not gonna fly as good on the dating apps as other people uh so you need a chance to dazzle people with your sparkling personality and now maybe you ain't got that neither but what you need to do is just just get yourself in front of as many people as you can in social situations just try to speak with people any chance you get uh you know maybe you find some kind of social club to involve yourself with i always fall back on uh, uh miniatures gaming so if you are a hetero person perhaps finding girls at those isn't the easiest thing <laughs> uh <laughs> but what, I, what i'm getting at is uh, you just gotta keep at it uh it takes a lot of persistence to uh find somebody good and you're going to find a lot of people uh aren't your vibe and that's okay too uh you just got to keep at it and keep uh positive about it and i think i i feel like you know you're not saying anything like oh this is never going to happen for me like you're staying yeah. you're staying in a good space with it so keep it up you know you're going to it's going to come around it comes around for everybody
0: and what sounds like a hard situation too cuz like the only thing that's worse than being single Is like being back home, especially if it's in like a smaller town or somewhere you don't want to be, especially if you don't have like friends around and all that, because that sucks. It's super isolating. Like it's extra hard to meet people in that situation. Uh, And so I know this isn't an option uh, for everybody because we live in a hell country and the cost of living uh, just to just to, you know, live is fucking crazy. But if possible, uh, I would try to get to a city maybe where you got some friends uh, or somewhere that maybe, I don't know, it just draws you and, and, and would work out. Like I said, I know that's not the easiest, but it's just dating prospects like in that kind of situation, uh, I think is going to be a lot better than, you know, I don't know, maybe your parents live in New York or maybe they live in the city already. Uh, you get what I'm getting at. My,
2: my general advice is to manufacture a personality as quick as possible, and we're, oh, yes. we're we're gonna we're gonna help you with that real quick. First off, on the dating profile, you need to post a fi- picture of you with a big fish, implying that you caught it. Second, <laughs> mm. uh, in your profile description, mention the two the 2000 slash two thousand. Lego miniseries Bionicle that was aimed at yes. 8 to 16 year old boys uh, and for extra woke points be aware that it was kind of racist towards Austro-Asian pe- people uh, wear a fedora oh, no. uh, wear a t-shirt with a slogan <laughs> from uh, Big Bang Theory, Bazinga that's a great one, Ooh. statistically most women are into Big Bang Theory based on the viewership numbers, if I remember correctly. It's just very likely. Um, it's just science. I haven't been single in 10 years. Uh, I'd have reused a dating <laughs> app. <laughs> um, they seem terrible. Okay, I, full disclosure, I did work for a company that um, had the same user interface as basically Tinder, and because of that, as a role as a researcher, I had to d- do a lot of learning about Tinder. So if you're on Tinder and you are not a married guy, you are doing better than, like, 33% of the guys that are on there. Based on the last oh. census that was ever conducted <laughs> on Tinder's membership. Wow. Um, yeah, it's real bad. It's real fucking bad. Um, That's
1: epidemic status.
2: That, yeah, I mean... I mean, if you're even if you're using like a real photo, the like verification stuff on that on that website is also just like not what's the app? Jeez, some show my age. Um, <laughs> that is like that. Tinder uh, Tinder's real bad. But yeah, okay. So I kind of agree with what's already been said though. Serious answer. Pulling pulling away the joke mask. Um, do I? I think the purpose personally, I think the purpose of like a chat thing on like something like Tinder or Bumble or whatever is just to arrange to meet in person as soon as possible right. get off the fucking oh, yeah. app um none of your jokes will land none of the sarcasm will work women love sarcasm i'm assuming gender and stuff here everyone loves immediate <laughs> sarcasm uh when you first meet someone online <laughs> uh, but yeah just like none of that's gonna work in text and also as someone who also moved away from where they're from do that; it rules. Um, even just like cause you mentioned, they mentioned the email about social activities and stuff to meet people. In. Uh, moving to a bigger city means there's possibly more social activities, and that is a much nicer way to meet someone. If you go to a space where you obviously have a common interest, um, like you know, I don't know. I hear people are hooking up DSA meetings. That seems wrong. Don't do that but also maybe do. I don't know. I got married when I was 24. What do I know? I'm
1: into that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm into that idea. Maybe. So like I was thinking about things that engaged people that you might want to date. Right. And, uh, politically, uh, political alignment is pretty important when you're going to, uh, figure out a new partner. So maybe, maybe you go to the DSA and pick up somebody cool there.
0: Dating socialists of America. That's what it stands for. They will not tell you, but that's what it stands for. Yeah. Uh it's it's basically it's basically Tinder, but there's a rose on it, and we love that. Join VSA. I think that's what we're saying.
2: Yes, yes, do that. And um Yeah, I think I feel like finding someone I understand what people do it because you don't have to like deal with any of the big questions. Like especially when you were young, especially when I was twenty-three, I thought the most important thing was like she be into anime or like something like that. It's like actually being pretty firm that Hitler was bad is probably like a much better foundation right. for a relationship than if she's watched, I don't know, Love Hina.
0: Don't watch Love Hina. Yeah.
2: Read Love Hina. The manga is much better.
0: <laughs> and don't watch Tenshi Muyo is what Arthur was about to say especially not the same episode three times times in a row. (laughs) Well, good advice. And, uh, Kieran, even being out of the, the dating market or out of the apps, it seems like you knew what you needed. The big fish, especially you see that in so many profiles here. Uh, and you also see women who say, I will not swipe right. If you have a fish in the profile, (laughs) uh, which I found upsetting. What if you're just a fan of fishes, you know, but I get it. I get it. All (laughs) right. Try all of them things, and I wish you luck with that because I know that situation sucks, and it can feel like a black hole when you're yep. stuck at home, and it's really not fun. So we're rooting for you, uh, to go get some DSA ass dating socialist ass. <laughs> there, uh, no, fucking... we just need to replace socialists <laughs>
2: with like, completely Fuck, new acronym. <laughs>
0: We're rebranding. It's, it's going to be a whole thing. Apologies <laughs> not so much. Yeah,
2: welcome to DSA
0: Dating Sex Ass. Let's go. <laughs> all, of the, all the finest sex asses, and you'll know mm-hmm. you'll have stuff in common with these asses. We can not
2: change the name again until the next national convention, so we're at least stuck with this for a year.
0: It's a trial period. I think we'll be pleasantly (laughs) surprised. (laughs)
1: What if they did and, like, enrollment tripled? That'd be incredible. (laughs) Uh, So let's see.
0: We're joking and maybe not the best motivation to get into political activism, but also, Mm. like, if that gets you into it, (laughs) I don't Uh, fucking know, man. Shit! Go we into can, it for the dating. <laughs> the organization changed its
2: name to dating sex ass and suddenly all the topless guys with their fish show up.
0: <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> I was like yeah. caucus. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we got another question here.
1: Hello, RFTB and possible guests. Friend question, which takes us, of course, to the. F- How do I 26 M Sishet? Support my bisexual 24M friend who isn't really out to our friend group. We have uh we have been decent friends for a few years but have recently gotten a lot closer and I want to continue that growth. His bisexuality is an open secret that remains unspoken. We live in a rural area without many LGBTQ folks and it doesn't seem our friend group is super affirming of bi men. I recently learned about the extra stigma the extra bi-stigma men can face, and it certainly is present in my neck of the woods. It's pretty fucked up, honestly. I'm pretty sure I'm the only person in his life, aside from his long-term female partner, who is comfortable with slash not going to be an asshole about his bisexuality. For example, when when it became known among our friend group that he and his partner had MMF threesomes in which he would suck a dick, my friend shamed him behind his back. In his shoes, I would want to be an authentic friend I could trust. I would want to be authentic with friends I could trust. However, I understand being concerned about sharing this sort of info, especially since my friend is the type to internalize problems and shoulder the weight of problems alone. It is his call to come out to the others, not the other way around. How do I go about letting him know I will not pass judgment and be a person he can be authentic around without overstepping boundaries? TLDR, how do I be a Donovan to a closeted <laughs> Arthur?
2: Nice.
0: <laughs> well, first off, I think you take you, your friend, and your friend's partner, uh, and you ditch all these other fucking weeds who are yeah. shaming him for having a fucking cool sexual time. That really yeah. sucks.
1: Yeah. Uh, if they're... Like, I get it. If you're in a small town and they're, like, the only people you can really hang out with, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know about being able to change them, I think they just like
2: suck. Yeah. Have you considered bullying them?
0: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I love that. Yeah. Have you talked? Have you considered talking back. about how this guy is re- like this guy who was talking shit about your friend? Maybe talk about how shitty he is at sucking dick. Like that, that's just like get that
0: going.
2: Hold <laughs> <laughs> on, Jason over there. I'm sorry made, if his name's like Jason. Make fun of
0: his cargo pants. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> He's <definitely a> cargo <laughs> fan.
0: I thought it was like small rural community he to some cargo fans. So let's go. <laughs> oh. We are familiar with all cultures of this beautiful, beautiful country. Mm-hmm. Uh, particularly uh, uh, backwoods dickheads. Uh very, very familiar. Uh yeah, that that super sucks ass. Good on you for, for being the supportive friend there cuz just having one person who's got your back makes a lot of difference in this kind yeah. of situation where you're like you know you're you're feeling uncomfortable and justifiably cuz people are being weird and you kind of have to keep things on the down low and that's that's not fun. Yeah. Uh so good on you for doing that. Uh letting him know that you will not pass judgment. This is one of those things where it's kind of like you can't just outright say that but you also mm. kind of you need to directly communicate yeah. it, and I'm not sure what the best way to do that is. Right? Maybe, God.
1: maybe you talk about LGBTQ issues with him outside of him. You know what I mean? And you talk about how, like, oh, you know, uh, fucking did you see that, uh, Elliot Page came out as trans? That's fucking sick. Like, good for him, right? And you sort of, Make it clear that you're down with LGBTQ issues and hopefully he'll uh, know that he can sort of come to you and uh, you'll be down. The other big piece of advice that I can really give to him is to just fucking tear the Band-Aid off and come out. Uh, It changes a whole lot of shit and especially like I came out in the suburbs, right? So I know a little bit about uh, unsupportive communities uh they're gonna give you shit at first you know what i mean there's gonna be jokes there's gonna be you know all kinds of shit but on the whole i don't think they're gonna like disown you i don't think people are gonna really back off i think they might they might talk shit there might be jokes but that kind of thing sort of fades away over time and just sort of becomes background like just like another thing about you know steve or jeff or whoever
2: mm <laughs> I guess, like, yeah, the, the issue with, like, the the Johnny McCargo pants is that, like, they can not necessarily be representative of the group. They could just be the loudest one. And yeah. you probably won't know that until you do, or your friend more publicly comes out. In terms of, like, letting them know that you're there for them, Um, chances are you just have to have the hard emotional conversation of basically saying what's in this email to them. And it's going to suck and feel weird if you're not used to doing emotional confrontations. But it's like way more important that it's said than goes unsaid. Um, Because some people do come out and it just like goes really fucking wrong. And terrible, and everyone does turn mm. on you. And knowing before if your friend does this, there's also the chance that your friend doesn't want to do it with these people because they sound kind of mm. shitty, um, and they're maybe waiting for a new point in their life where they can come out to people who will react maybe a bit better. Um, yeah, I, I think you just have to tell them that you're going to be in their corner, and then uh, if you if you have problems dealing with emotions and talking about them publicly, like I do. I strongly recommend having an Age of Empires 2 LAN party. Um, Yes. uh, While everyone's looking at their laptops, you can just (laughs) say it. And (laughs) uh, yeah, it's how we dealt with our emotions back in the day.
0: I have a lot of time in that game, and I can confirm it will help you process things. Nothing will make you feel more powerful and self-confident than having, like, 300 paladins under your control, and you're fighting an mm. army that doesn't even have halberds. Get fucked. <laughs> Whatever Sif doesn't have halberds, I can't remember super well. Aztecs, maybe? It yeah. Yeah, does like, like Eagle Spear Warriors, though. This yeah. is stuff that this question asker definitely cares about, and I want to be thorough. <laughs> Another, another thing I, I kind of, I don't know, a a maybe thought on this too. Um, shit. I had a good point. I know it's flown out of my brain. Why does this happen? While you're maybe, while you're maybe thinking that, uh,
1: (laughs) I, I do want to, yeah, I think, I think that's probably the read. Uh, it's it's easy for somebody who had an, like an easy out. Like I, everything went pretty well for me when I came out. Uh, it's easy for people like me to be like, Oh yeah, just fucking do it. It'd be fine. Uh, but like, it's, it's perfectly valid to wait for, for like a better opportunity in your life, maybe with more progressive people around.
0: That's a good point too. Uh, I would also say being this is what I was trying to think of being the friend here in this situation of being part of this friend group and you've got uh this one dickhead who is 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 saying this stuff is it possible for you to confront this person and be like hey that yeah. was really uncool and like yeah. obviously don't out your friend here but being like come on like why are you giving this person a hard time like that's, that's a shitty thing to do right because it's easier for you to do that too rather than your friend here who's going through it to to do something like that uh and I don't know, maybe maybe that could help. Yeah. I like that. Horse steal his cargo shorts, refuse to give them back until he renounces his homophobic views. Alright, knock that out of the park.
2: <laughs> now, the problem with that is he's got like 20 pairs.
0: Damn it! <laughs> you take this pair, five will come and replace them. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh... Oh, here's a good one. How do I become known as your hot communist friend, like Kieran?
2: Oh, oh, it's it's oh, it's a mystery. Uh, okay, so I guess context for this. <laughs> uh, my my um, my out and proud uh, 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 by friend uh, at one point just uh, sent me a message one morning, being like, "Hey, thought you'd like to know that." One night, uh, Last night, a friend of mine referred to you as my hot communist friend, uh, which is <laughs> affirming in a lot of ways, which is, one, around him and his friends, I've been very vocal about my politics. He works at an unnamed large German tech company. And when I found out that him and all his friends work at the unnamed large German tech company... I was like, you should fucking unionize. Here are the contacts to fucking do that. I don't speak German, but I know everyone in this fucking town who can help you with this. Um, I, I, I got a lot of stares at that like dumpling pace we were having that conversation. in. Those um, <laughs> are good dumplings. I miss restaurants. Um, yeah, and I don't know. I, I wear that with, with pride. So I guess, question asker, I trust that you're already hot um that's squared away (laughs) believe in yourself uh it's it's about confidence mostly um i have a i have a hot dog boy body uh and second just i think it's two things listen listen to people always listen just listen but two when it's your time to talk propagandize that's what you do. <laughs> and then you stop <laughs> and you listen
0: again. It's it's a beautiful
2: process. <laughs> for sure.
0: Yeah. Really a really a kind of natural cycle happening there. Uh, just like the tides. Uh, uh, this, ebbings of listening and propagandizing.
2: This this took years upon years of experience. Age thirteen year old Kiran listening to Rage Against the Machine for the first time. Woefully obnoxious. <laughs> didn't shut up at all, and didn't take time to listen. It's, the listening's important. That's, that's listening's a big part.
0: Hot.
2: Yeah, listening is hot. That's, that's what I was trying to say. Uh, I'm a married man, so I'm not allowed to be hot on uh, my like free time. <laughs> I keep the hotness at home.
0: Don't listen to anyone else except for no active listening. You got to start. If it's not your partner, start talking no. over them as soon as they start speaking. <laughs> that domestic the heat. Well good advice. Uh and I hope you involve from uh, a simple hot friend uh to the highest evolution, a hot communist friend.
1: Uh let's see. We got another another little shorty in here. You want to do this little shorty? Short
0: short me up. How big is it? Not a can. Somebody asked this like three years ago. <laughs> and I revealed to the people, and I reveal again, I got a pretty average-sized dick and enormous yeah. testicles
1: for some reason. Sam, it's like fine, but the balls are just like like unpleasantly large. <laughs> like like I have fucking bat wings. It's crazy. Scrope boys.
0: Radio-free Scrope bag. That was the name of the episode that when was they, the they, the they sent we the question, like. I think. yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah I was to radio-free Scrope bag eventually. I, I would like to say that my penis is an indeterminate length. I have never measured or invited a situation <laughs> where comparison comes along. Um, what sure. I realized... What I realized... Length. Go on. Uh, penis length undefined. Yes. Yes. Stack overflow, little, penis length undefined. Penis <laughs> length undefined. <laughs> There's a little question <laughs> mark or NA. The game's pitching out to a certain <laughs> extent. Um... <laughs> One thing I learned very early on uh, <laughs> one thing I learned very early on uh, uh, in, in my my travels as a teenager. I think I learned this a lot younger than other teenagers around me is because you know that's the age in which you're very concerned about penis size um, very true is mm-hmm. is by the time a partner is in the position where they are seeing the penis, they probably don't care at that point. Like I, I think you, you. Yeah. No one sees the penis first. That's, that's basically what I'm doing. Like they like you for other reasons. <laughs> no one should see the penis first. <laughs> that's that's also the advice. That's true.
0: <laughs> We're gonna let it just Zen one line quotes here for our listeners that are are all life changing and, and, and very good.
1: <laughs> zen one-liners you're you're seated beneath a fucking Bodhi tree with a fruit in one hand and a stone in the other just saying no one should see the penis first
2: Like, I, I'm, I'm telling you as soon as as soon as I like sell out and I'm no longer a communist and I turn my apartment into like an Airbnb I'm just going to put up lots of word art that says no one should see the penis first <laughs> that's what I decided you do with an Airbnb is put up word art
0: it's just a stock photo of a placid lake. Beautiful. What's the yes. most inoffen- what's the most
2: inoffensive art? What's the most inoffensive picture? Oh, I know. Words.
0: <laughs> uh, I'll say another good penis strategy is is to have uh, a slightly botched circumcision, mm. uh, ending with you having like twenty small skin bridges that you can put an earring through each one uh and get a just blinged out iced out dick and the ladies they <laughs> love that i will tell mm. you what you can put a toothpick through one of them oh they go wild
1: <laughs> i feel i feel compelled to mention did i I think i've probably talked about my circumcision too uh circ talk baby let's go talk let's go uh they <laughs> my mother says to the doctor who is to perform my circumcision just leave him a little, him a, little a little wiggle room there Cause I've, she's like, cause I've seen some ones that are like too tight. You know what I mean? I've seen right. them like they're kind of like a little, just a little too tight. So leave, leave them a little. <laughs> so I have what I affectionately call a half-circ, and it has served me well.
0: We're not looking for a buzz cut here. Yeah, We're just <laughs> looking to tidy things up.
1: <laughs> yeah, we not even shorter. A little, little shorter than shorter shoulder length.
0: Now cut. it is time <laughs> to perform
2: the circumcision. <laughs> I <was> like what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay so this is this is this is okay i'm gonna do european representation on this podcast <laughs> the fuck is a circumcision no <laughs> sure, sure, sure. but uh, uh no seriously and also okay this is something before i realized the whole zen penis thing that we just talked about uh before that i was watching porn and most porn is made in the united states and i was like what the fuck is wrong with my penis? It doesn't look like that. Um, so if you're out there in Europe and you had those thoughts, you know, don't worry, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. It's meant to look like that. It's fine. <laughs> Maybe it's not. See a doctor. I don't know. Just see a doctor. Actually, you know, if you're in Europe, you got free healthcare. See a doctor.
0: There you go. Uh, some parts uh, of Europe don't have free uh, healthcare, actually.
2: <laughs> but still,
0: damn. But some parts do, and. Don't remind us of that over in this fucking hellscape. God damn it. Uh, But yeah, turtleneck, mock neck, or crew neck. Whatever you got, it's good times. (laughs) Love yourself. Put some earrings through the skin bridges if you got one. I went to a a party once. (laughs) I went to a party once and I told a guy about the skin bridges and he's like, Oh, dude, that's nothing. And he's like, "Look at this!" And he sketched out a picture of his penis, oh, and good. there was one big skin bridge going from the tip to the shaft. And he's like, "It's fucked up, dude. You could put like a double A battery through there." Whoa. And I was like, "Damn, Quant- quality over quantity vibes." I wish I could get a double A battery. All I can get is a bunch of like flosser picks. That's, that's not, as, not as impressive.
2: It's a whole new world to me.
0: Look up, uh, look up, penile adhesions. Uh, I, and you will find all kinds of fun stuff uh, because ooh. circumcision is such a, a, a cool, a fun thing to do uh, that it affects many people who get them. They, the the cut parts just get back together and they make a little bridge. For some reason, they want to be reunited. Oh. Uh, understandably, this has been CIRC talk. I can't. I can't talk about the circumcision anymore. It's a CIRC fee <laughs> <laughs> Sir, talk. We're gonna chat about all the ways that your dick can be had. Okay, all I all works. I have is this. That fits sir talk. It's <laughs> pretty, pretty good Cirque for sir talk too. Talk. Yeah. Oh, that, what
2: kind will it be? That's that's sir talk, but for like 1950s. Uh, like the truth is out there, and we will not be talking about it ever. <laughs> Don't acknowledge this.
0: <laughs> <it. laughs> uh we got one more in here. Oh, What up, my tote beggars? I am what can be described as a social alcoholic. I rarely drink at home, and when I do, it's just a beer. But when I'm out and about and with friends, I'll get pretty drunk. Sometimes I make a real fool out of myself and I can feel it, can put some space between me and said friends. When I asked one friend about it, she said I didn't have a problem, I just need to keep my mouth shut sometimes. I personally feel like I need to cut back, but I'm not right I'm not sure of the right first steps since it's not an issue at home. What to do?
1: Uh, I recently cut it out entirely. So my path isn't your path. uh, Perhaps if you want to continue to drink socially, Uh, the one piece of advice I can give practically is to go in with a plan uh, for your social drinking. Uh, Say I'm going to have five tonight and then give yourself benchmarks by 10 o'clock. Uh, I'll just have one down. Eleven thirty. I'm gonna have another one down. And you also, between your alcoholic beverages, you're gonna drop in a water. You're gonna drop in a Coca Cola. Uh, you're something non-alcoholic to kind of space it out for you. Uh, and when you you know that feeling where you go into the men's room and you look at yourself in the mirror and you just smile real broad
2: and you're just like, <laughs> yeah, we're fucking doing it tonight. <laughs> That's when you need to slow the fuck down. <laughs> it's a hard stop there, actually. That's, that's yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's the peak of uh, uh That's the peak of drunkenness, and you, it's it's not going to get any better after that. That's oh,
1: that's your peak because I wasn't even close. When I oh, be, really? When okay. I would get to like Brent, when I would get Shesher Cat in the fucking mirror at myself, that wasn't even close to the fucking bottom
2: of the depravity I was going to get up to. Oh no 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 you see. I would have more drinks, but they would always make me worse after that of just like this sucks, I hate this, I'm already having a hangover. Um what you what I needed to train myself is that when the Cheshire cat comes out, great name for it by the way, uh is that that's like (laughs) that's it. That's that's the bliss, that's the height. This is, you think it's going to get yeah. better if you drink more, but actually this is the best part.
0: <laughs> it's fucking not. Really, if you ever get to that point where you're like, oh, I'm not feeling great, I should get another drink in you, you really shouldn't. That is that is the point to take away from that. I, I've i also had luck because I kind of stopped drinking over quarantine and now I've kind of picked it back up, but not in the old level where I would get so much momentum that I would turn into the cat uh i've been kind of like drinking a beer and i've also acquired a taste for the seltzer and so sometimes i'll alternate a beer and then a seltzer and so it's like if you kind of got that thing where you're in a social situation where you got to do something with your hands or like you're kind of like sipping too much without realizing it that can help something to occupy your hands uh and keep you hydrated true ass
2: i do like the 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 pacing-ish thing Um uh... Another thing you could try that worked for me back when I was younger is being broke uh, and not being able to <laughs> afford drinks. Um, that's actually a big part of it. Um, yeah, you know, because the weird thing that happened in Ireland, alcohol is very, very expensive uh, because Ireland has a mentality of people are not to be trusted and therefore we must put lots of taxes on alcohol. Um, so six euro is like for a beer and that'll be like a good price that's about like seven eight dollars um but like here in germany where you can get like a beer for about god i get 90 cent american uh yeah but that's actually like that helped by drinking a lot because the problem that happened in Ireland was I I spent six fucking euro on this. I am finishing this. I don't care how fucking sick uh, I feel right now. I'm finishing this. It, right? It's much easier to put like down a drink and say Ah, that's enough. That was only seventy cents. That's fine. Um, but yeah, pacing it and going to like a bar where there's a pool table and you can like play pool yeah. and other stuff know.
0: to focus on.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I also got really... Okay, so this is back in the drinking game era. Back when I was trying to like cut back on drink or couldn't afford drink, people were like, no, we're playing a drinking game, you have to drink. I was like, how about... How about I eat this chili pepper instead? And I just brought <laughs> a bag of chili pepper. What? And I was like, look, we all admit the point of the drinking game is to make asses of ourselves, so I'm just going to eat these, like, Thai bird, bird's eye chilies. And, um... That would be the same as taking a shot. And they're like, yes, that is true. You can do
0: this. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: the the fun of watching your friend do something that they don't necessarily want in that moment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, Uh, exactly. So, yeah, I'm into that.
0: No more alcohol, more capsaicin. That's what we say here. Uh, Get spicy. (laughs) Also some good advice.
2: (laughs) How did it work?
0: Did it did it go all right with the peppers? Oh
2: yeah, no, I have a I have a very high tolerance. Horribly? No, I have a very high tolerance for uh, uh, um, for a spice. But we were playing a drinking game called uh, Ace to Face, which is I don't know if they have them in the states, but every card in the deck has a different like mini game attached to it. Hmm. So it's called Ace to Face because the fir- the first per- the last person to slap their face when an ace comes out has to drink. Um. But there is, like, a central communal cup that every time, like, a jack or a joker appears, you have to add something to it. And the last one that appears, you have to yeah, drink it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you guys yeah. have this. Um, that became okay. a problem for... Oh, the kings. Kings, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the Protestants called it that. Um, <laughs> I'm not even joking. But there's, Damn. like... <laughs> Damn it! Uh, we like Irish Catholics, be like King, sus, don't trust that. Uh, <laughs> but the okay, yeah. So we have the like the central cup or whatever, and the problem I made was for the other person when I pulled a king or a jack, it wasn't the last one. So I was like, well, I'm going to contribute one chili pepper, and this milk <laughs> oh, that the host of the party God. has graciously <laughs> contributed oh, to help oh, me deal oh, with the chili God. peppers. And uh, that got mixed with, like, beer. And I think
0: someone was drinking port.
2: Yeah. Oh,
0: Jesus. <laughs> ah, a beautiful culture across the pond, too, I see. We love, we love to hear about it and the all more, of these wonderful cultural traditions.
2: The more I've explained Ireland to my American friends here in Berlin, the more they just kept coming back to me and saying, oh, it's Ohio. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'll take your word on that.
0: <laughs> and that and that's where that's where my family ended up going generations yeah. in Ohio. they must have found the magnetic pool uh, of open fields uh and and breweries and chili dogs for some reason in Cincinnati yeah. at least. they got chili dogs in Ireland.
2: Recreational hard drug abuse. (laughs) (laughs) I know about chili dogs from the Sonic Adventure cartoon.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Another element of Uh, maybe because Ohio culture with that similar energy. They're just like gnarly ass chili dogs, and it's more of a it's called skyline, it's more of a sauce and less of a chili. It's really good, but it's pretty fucked up at the same time. Mm.
2: We don't do hot dogs, that's Ohio energy. We don't do hot dogs, just thing. Because that's like that's that's German shit. True. Yeah. Well fucking hey. Yeah. What yeah. was this
0: question again? The drinking. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, go for it. Sorry.
2: This this does bring you back and it's kind of related to the chili dogs, because you can do it with the chili dog. The very I, I think every culture has a term for this, but the very Irish concept of soakage. Soakage is a big part of this. Mm. So you mentioned having like Cokes and drinks in between. Nah, get like a big bag of what I guess Americans would call fries chips, just like something really carbohydrate heavy and just soak up the alcohol. And it's great. Just fill your stomach, line your stomach with fat and potato. And you can go (laughs) for a little bit longer after that. Um, If you can get a spice bag, which is an Irish takeaway uh, of food, which is uh, fried vegetables, five spice and chips like fries uh, in a big bag with like fried chicken. And yeah, Chinese takeaways, give them out. It's not Chinese. I mean, well, it is. They made it, I guess, in Ireland. Uh, it's, It's good. Get it. Eat it. And that will help you not be an alcoholic. I think I've lost track of this point. Soakage. That was
0: the point. Another good term to learn. uh, and Some good advice for you, listeners. So soak that stuff up. Cut your stuff up with some seltzers. Drink some water in between. Get that pacing plan. And if you see the treasure cat in the mirror, it's time to go home. That is our sage advice. We wish you the best.
1: Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I also wish that uh, Kieran would please tell everybody where they can find you on the inner tube.
2: Oh my goodness. Um, okay, so this is the problem of having a very Irish first name and a very rare German last name. Um, so find Kieran Dole. Let your, let your heart guide you on um, how to spell that. Dole is pretty straightforward for most people. It's old with a D in front of it. And then Kieran is spelled with a C. An I-A-R-A-N. An um, you don't have to do the accent mark. You look on Twitter. But yeah, I do a podcast called Corners Beatty. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, go to OperationGlad.io. We do a new episode every Monday, a new bonus Patreon episode every Friday, and we also stream every Wednesday at twitch.tv forward slash corner where we expose our broken minds to a playlist of random Vibes. We're really into uh, an American food challenge guy called Randy Santel who tours around Europe eating what we thought was a tree trunk but actually turned out to be a very large gyro. <laughs> um, in Thessaloniki, while the whole, the whole Greek village came out to watch him. That was great. <laughs> maybe because of the beginning of the beginning of the video there was a lot of girls there there were a lot of like girlfriends brought along and at the end of the video they weren't there anymore no, no. <laughs> but the the guys still were it was like I'm sticking around to see how this goes the Americans here he's going
1: to... <laughs> we gotta watch this we gotta watch this man just howl's fucking Euro meat all day yeah. and uh, I, could, I could see a threshold I could see a threshold where curiosity is outmatched by disgust <laughs>
2: oh yeah because people keep talking like oh it's the american coming in doing their american ways it's like no that is a greek restaurant providing him with that giant uh abomination of food he's just here he is
0: a tourist. he's just american he's he's gonna do what we naturally will do you can't put the log in front of him that's on you yeah he has a baseball cap greek
2: folks Every time he tur- he goes to eat his food, he turns the baseball cap around and does the bless. Like he does the spectacles, you know, no, testicles. No! Well, no. and change in. Let's go. <laughs> and he's trying to cultivate a competitive food eating scene in Europe. And they all suck compared to him. So much. There's like this skinny <laughs> Czech guy who's always with him. He sucks ass. I've never seen him win a single competition. <laughs>
0: more beautiful culture to be explored uh so check them out and thank you again kira for for coming on it's been great talking to you thanks for having me
2: my ultimate advice is uh marry someone at the age of 24 just do that don't question it that's what (laughs) works for me
0: yeah the podcast is over we have solved it all thank you for coming on this journey (laughs) with us arthur what kind of shout outs we got today
1: uh, we're gonna lead off with our good friend Ryan from episode 105, The Yellow Rosa Tote Land. It's Rich Homie Click Clack.
0: We're gonna give a shout out to Spreadable Fruit. Uh, what about Daddy?
1: What about Dylan, the most returning RFTB guest of all time? Dylan.
0: Wow. What about my dad?
1: <laughs> Let's take a moment and talk about uh Rich Homie Barb, who we love so dear.
0: And a final moment for my girlfriend, Abigail, uh, another beloved supporter, uh, as well as my my beloved partner. Fuck yeah. Way with words right there. Uh, (laughs) Hey, if if you're like, how do I get the shout out? $10 a month on Patreon, uh, which also gets you a bonus episode every week. $5 for just the episodes. It's a fantastic time. Patreon.com slash RFTB. Sign on up. Uh, we would love that very much.
1: Uh, our intro song is the song Hanging On by the band Knower. You can find their music at
0: knowermusic.bandcamp.com. And our outro song is the song Stephanie by the hey Fellows. You can find them at Instagram.com slash the Hayfellows or on Spotify. Search the three words, the Heyfellows. Uh,
1: I'm so glad that you joined us, listener. You're uh, the highlight of my week. Uh, please, Please grant me your energy as I continue to uh go deeper into this uh management intern thing uh i i could use it uh and i'm gonna get right up i'm gonna fucking you know how i do it i'm just gonna gonna get right here and i'm gonna tell you that i love you thanks bye